Okay, welcome to this special episode of No Excuses, Real Inspiration, hosted by myself, Scott Marshall. So basically, I'm here to talk about post-COVID recovery for myself, personally. You know, going way back, I had COVID and I, tested, I first tested positive on Wednesday, the 9th of March. But leading up to that, I'm going to tell you how it came about. So for me, did I contract it at the football? You know, I think the last game was Rangers versus Aberdeen on the Saturday. We, we got a penalty near the end of the game. We won 1-0, you know, three points up the road. Everybody's happy, jumping about all over the place, you know. Can I get any better than that? You know, Saturday night, felt a wee bit sluggish. Sunday morning, woke up, bit of a sore throat. I was off work anyway. And so I decided I'll go up to the Everlast um, at the fort, Glasgow fort, go for a wee sauna, try and get, you know, get rid of this. And went to the sauna. Uh, went to leave the sauna, went in the shower, next thing I felt very faint, dizzy, you know, didn't feel too great up the road and relaxed. Monday morning, um, the 7th of March, uh, but, ah, I'll go for a wee run on the treadmill. 1k run, honestly, it felt as if I was running 50k on that treadmill. Honestly, the heat was unbearable. My breathing was all over the place. But after that, straight home, back to bed. That night, I was, I thought, you know, I could be doing me a good stretch. So, went to Pilates um, at the fort. Done the class, no problem. Tuesday morning, uh, I was covering um, spin at Glasgow Club Scotston at 6.30 in the morning. My throat, my throat, sorry, it's absolutely horrendous. I couldn't talk. Um, managed, got through the class, you know, at this point, I was doing my, my lap flows, testing negative, you know, uh, by nine o'clock in the morning. I was actually curled up in a wee ball, three, four layers on, shivering, lying against the radiator, um, and I couldn't get heat in me, you know, hot and cold spells, absolutely horrendous. So, basically, in my bed all day on Tuesday, First thing I got up on the Wednesday, the 9th of March, ready to return to work. After being off an annual leave, uh, tested positive. So that was me off work for at least seven days. So can find in a box, uh, you know, nothing else to do but Netflix and sleep, effectively. That, that was my isolation period. 
um, came to day seven, uh, and I was still testing positive. Um, so day eight, the same. So effectively, I had to do 10 days in the house, which was horrendous. So now, having experienced 10 days in the house, confined in a box, you, you'll probably find me not in the house ever. Um, you'll, you'll find me out 16 hours a day, if, you, if I can. So, which brings me on to Saturday, the 19th of March, my day out. So, first thing in the morning, I was out. Sunshine blazing across Glasgow, 7am, up, out, went for a run. That was the first thing that was in my head. I wanted to go around because confined in a box, all you want to do is get out of there. Went my run, 2.4k run. Uh, the run was, it was good. Just to get fresh air, I didn't mean. But during that run, I felt as if they were, how to say, it, there was a lot of gunk still at the back of my throat. You know, you know, got home, stretched off, shower, you know, I felt great, great. The endorphins of exercise, we can, we, you know, we can't talk about it enough. Exercise, endorphins. You know, and we talk about mental health, you know, a lot of people deal with mental health issues on a daily basis. And they don't talk to people, right? So that's a problem. We need to speak out more about mental health because for me personally, my, my mental health was way down. 10 days in the house by yourself is no good, you know. Uh, I'm pretty sure the last couple of years, the pandemic has shown, uh, you know, we need to speak to people because there have been so many tragedies through this the last two or three years now because uh, people have been locked up effectively because of this pandemic. But, you know, we're, we're getting out of that phase of the pandemic. You, you know, everybody's been vaccinated, you know, uh, Etc. Um, but yeah, we're all going getting back to normal lives. But yeah, for me personally, I firmly believe exercise is the key to a cure for mental health. It's one of the cures, you know. There's there's many cures out there. And then, so day one was absolutely phenomenal. Getting back out there, doing exercise for the first time properly in over 10 days. And then on the Sunday, managed to do another wee run outside. And then I just wanted to compare how, how my breathing would go between just a 2K run outside and a 1K run indoors on the treadmill. Um, but definitely there was, there was, it was a challenge the first couple of days. I'm not going to lie about that. The biggest problem was, I think for me, the Monday the 21st of March was my, I, 
official return to work day after COVID. So what I done was I done I got up and I was I'm always a morning person. So effectively I got up a bit earlier. My shift starts at quarter to six. So I went to run about half four, four-ish in the morning. Um, and then after my work, finished my shift about two, went one K run up the road. But honestly, the biggest thing for me in those first couple of days was fatigue. Well, I'll say, you know, first couple of days actually probably I'm, you know, I'm going to go in and say three weeks it took me personally, you know, fatigue, tiredness, you know, very sluggish, couldn't get into that main frame of, you know, let's get up, exercise, motivate myself. Three weeks it took me personally to get my head back to normal. But we're here to talk about post-COVID recovery. Yes. So... The first, you know, week one, I actually smashed it out of the park. I managed to run just around 11.5k between the treadmill and outdoor running. So it's no bad considering, you know, at that point I was still fatigued, tired and sluggish. But it's a mental battle, not just physical, a mental battle, because pushing myself to the limits to make sure I get back into a habit. And then when I got to week two, that was my, you know, get myself back into a class environment um, for group fitness. Um, so it was three weeks to the day since I covered my last class at Glasgow Club Scotston on the group cycling on the Tuesday. Um, but yeah, I managed my 17, 18K um, in that class. Was it difficult? Absolutely. Is it difficult when you are teaching group fitness and you're, you're in front of a class who are expecting a key performance from the coach? Absolutely. So you need to be on top of your game. If you look sluggish, is the class really going to be really pushing themselves that much if the instructor is sitting there really pulling back? Absolutely not. So key thing for me is covering any class, group fitness, you know, group cycle especially, is that the instructor must be performing. If the instructor's not performing, are the, you know, the the clients, the customers going to perform, you know, probably not, probably not as well, because if I went to the class, which I do on a regular occasion, you know, I've got my gym membership, and there is certain instructors whose classes, you know, I probably wouldn't go to, and I've been to many facilities, you know, within the gym group, other last Glasgow club. But yeah, there are certain classes who I will, you know, just avoid because they don't motivate me in a group cycle environment, you know. But then there are certain instructors that it's hard to get into that class because effectively they are popular, their classes are, 
are brilliant and motivate you to push everyone on. That's the type of classes that I want to go to and everyone wants to go to. So, on, you know what, back to my week two, managing my, my spin class. So my 17, 18K cycle, I managed 6K running outside, um, which was which was good for, you know, week two, week three, definitely this is where the big dip came. Um, just with, you know, things being on, um, home environment, you know, going to football, etc., and being busy with personal training clients. But that week is when I returned to swimming because I've got a swim in September. I'm swimming 3K open water in Loch Lomond. So I'm looking forward to that. It's going to be my biggest challenge probably to date within swimming anyway. Um, but yeah, Sunday the 10th of uh, April, I returned to swimming Glasgow Club Gordos. One and a half K, I managed to swim. So 60 lengths was quite a lot uh, for me anyway. And then week two, you know, that's when the the fatigue, the tiredness, the sluggish, oh, that all disappeared out the water. It's actually history now, history. Um, looking back, you know, it took a while to, for me personally to return to gym hit sessions. Um, but yeah, it took me until Wednesday, the, the 13th of April, to return to that environment. Um, even though I am a gym instructor, but post-COVID fatigue, it screwed me. <laughs> it literally hit me for six. But this week, in particular, week four of returning to training in general was a phenomenal week. You know, swimming two and a half K, running, 7k and I managed to get in four gym hit weight sessions and that you know for me that spells night and day compared to that very first week and then when we move on to you know week five absolutely you know my numbers started to increase a wee bit more and managed to run over 10k within that full week, another 18k cycle, so the one spin class, 2k swim, so that's 2k in total within the week. And every time I go to the swimming now, I try to swim at least 1k every time I go. So that was two sessions that week. And we also, on Friday the 22nd of April, I introduced a challenge. How fast can you row 500 meters? Um, on the rower within Glasgow Club Scotsdale. So for myself, one minute, 42 seconds is no bad considering this was midweek through, midweek through week five of post-COVID, post-COVID, you know, pushing myself to the limit. Maybe in hindsight, could have got under the 140, I probably could have, um, but 
I've tried this challenge again numerous and numerous times, and I keep putting the same number. So consistency, can I get it down? Yeah, maybe in the future. But I'm not a big grower. Um, but yeah, certainly something I'll be working forward to in the future. And then as we came on to week six, this is when my game really came up a wee bit more. So between the full week, 10k run in total, managed a Pilates class, four hit sessions within the gym, I managed to swim 2k within the full week. I managed to cycle just around 108k. So that was just about five spin classes, sorry, six spin classes over the course of a week, which was not too bad considering, you know, and my return to Pilates, you know, because I religiously went to Pilates every Monday, Wednesday night at Pilates for Everlast. Um, a great instructor, I'm sure. Um, but yeah, that, that Pilates class was great, um, especially good for core strength and learning how to use the body to advantage, especially around different exercises within that core environment and obviously teaching me brand new stretches that I would have never thought about doing before. And then as we, we move on to week six, week six, you know, a wee bit more consistency about my timing, um, especially working environment, home life, you know, busy, busy schedule with clients, etc managing a wee spin in there, so another 18k. This week I ramped up my swimming, 4k swim, and then managed three gym sessions to do my hit training. And you know, the, the consistency, it was getting there, it's getting there, and it's taking time, I'm not going to lie. You know, moving on to week eight was uh, introducing a, a yoga class, was a wee bit different. Five hit sessions. I managed a 3k run in total and I swam 4k over the course of the week, which was great. And then moving on to week nine, you know, going way back, I actually can't believe that I actually had COVID this year because fatigue, tiredness, and all of that is straight out the window because. My training is now phenomenal. Week nine, I managed to swim a maximum of 3k over the course of the week. I ran 3k, four hit sessions, and two spin classes. You know, and it's all about the consistency. Moving on to week 10, so, you know, it's, it's night and day when you actually look at where I was at the start of the year and where I am at week 10. Week 10, I've done six hit sessions over the course of the week and I've actually swam 4.5k over the course of the week. You know, for me, that's phenomenal. 
And then week 11 was a wee bit different because I managed to swim a total of 2K over the course of the week, three hit sessions and 10K in total over the course of the week. But this is when I introduced on the 1st of June, Wednesday the 1st of June, week 11 was a sled push. So at Glasgow Club Sports, then we were doing a challenge. How fast can you push your own body? So I'm 85 kilo, so I pushed 85 kilo. What I'm doing in 39 seconds. You know, a prowler, see if you use the sled or the prowler. You know, you're working your legs and you're working your cardio. Absolutely phenomenal piece of kit within the gym. If you have one, please use it. It will help you so many ways within your own training. That is unreal. But yeah. I was actually blown at my ass after doing that. And then when we move on to week 12, this is where I'm starting to ramp up my running a wee bit more. So I ran 8K within the week, managed to have four hit sessions and I cycled to spin classes, so that was 36k over the course of the week. But actually, it was only in the case of a four days, actually, because I I was doing hit training on the Thursday, just jumping on and off a, a wee small box, um, on the 20 box uh, within the gym. Uh, I was doing box jumps, going down, going into mountain climbers, I believe, went to go down, and my lower back went and I could feel it go immediately. It was gone. I couldn't do anything. So immediately um, I got in contact with a physio, um, Nicole, who runs Injury Clinic 26 at Toll Cross Leisure Centre. Um, she managed to have a cancellation on Friday the 10th of June. She gave me a sports massage and she gave me different physio and rehab exercises to follow. And unbelievable, she's healed me, but the plan will be once a month, hopefully, it will be a wee MOT on my body because we do so much training and you see it so many times within group fitness, even in the gym, people are, are stuck for time, so they'll go to they'll go to a class, they'll come into the gym. The biggest factor is they'll not take time to stretch. And then we wonder why we get injuries. So for me, why did I get my injury? Because my quads were tight, my hamstrings were tight, and my glutes were tight. So all of this factored in, it's, um, it's pulled at the one time. And I'm glad I went and seen Nicole when I did, because she managed to help out my problem. And honestly, I can't be thankful enough of her and her business. Um, she 
unbelievable the, the work she's she's done doing uh, and I will continue to use her services. So that was week 12. So obviously I had a wee blip, a couple of days off. I, I took the, the Friday off because I had my sports massage. Saturday, Sunday, didn't get myself involved with anything. So moving on to week 13, I managed to swim 2K, total of 5K running within that week and two spin classes. Um, and then moving on to this week, where I've really ramped up my training a wee bit more. Um, but this was a, a special week for my swimming. Uh, get to use Glasgow Club Scotsdale Pool. It's been closed for since March 2020. Uh, for refurbishment, the pool is fantastic. I would highly recommend getting along to use the pool. If you get a chance, it's all bookable sessions, but yeah, your Glasgow Club app, you're allowed an hour. Um, but yeah, you can get as much done in, in an hour as possible. Um, but yeah, so this week I managed to swim two and a half K at Glasgow Club Squats, and I've managed to do four hit sessions within the gym. I've managed to run 15K, and that brings us to the end of my post-COVID recovery. You know, where would... You know, you know, it's crazy to think, but leaps and bounds um, from way back to the start of March, where I was a guy that was had a sore throat and I was shivering, etc. But in total, actually, in my 14 weeks, well, saying that, it wasn't until really week three. Um, there are weeks that I've no managed to get a wee swim in there. Um, but within the 14 weeks of doing this, we bit of research within my one end of training um, on post-COVID recovery, I've managed to swim 30k um, within that time. That's an average of 2k a week. So it's only two swims. And I've managed to run 90k in, in that time frame as well which is probably an average of 6k per week, which is phenomenal, um, you know. But where do I move on to my training now? How do I look at my training? So now, you know, I've got a couple of things coming up. I've got the third, I think the second, sorry, second of September, I will be swimming 3k at Lockwood, open water, obviously, wetsuit required, I'm not going in there on my skins. Uh, I'll be back out in Lockwood pretty soon. Uh, it's just for me getting the time, etc. But yeah, my, my swimming's coming on, loops and bounds. Uh, I've signed up to the, the Great Scottish Run in Glasgow in October, so the first weekend in October I'll be uh, running 10k. I'm looking forward to that. So two great events that I'll be doing later on this year. Um, where will my training be at that point? I don't know. Um, but all I know is from having COVID till now, my training is night and day. You know, it 
it's the book is unreal. Um, every every day, I'm trying to I'm trying to change myself, um, be more positive within the training environment. As I said, it's all down to mindset. Uh, mental health is a big factor within training. The endorphins we get within health and exercise. If you can't run, go a walk, get a bit of fresh air, um, listen to a podcast, um, you know, do something um, that helps you on a day-to-day basis. But it's been awesome um, telling my story of post-COVID recovery. You know, I will try and do small bits of research as much as I can. And you know, and you know what? I'm actually going to tell you about a wee bit more research that I've actually been doing. Um, because my biggest thing um, this year was to look at BMI, right? BMI, and how do we bring that down? Okay, so how do we bring visceral fat down? So that's internal fat. Uh, surrounds arteries, it's from bad fat, it causes heart attacks, etc. Okay, right. So for me, I've looked at reducing salt. So it's actually quite considered how much salt we have within our foods. So if you are using my fitness pal, etc., you can scan the barcode and tell you how much sodium you have in your food, right? You know, you can actually look, look at your food levels because we always just look at, you know, fats, proteins, etc. But we never pay attention to salt. And I definitely believe that we should be paying close attention to salt because it will help lose weight. For me, within seven weeks of doing this, I lost just over four kilo. I lost four or five percent body fat percentage. I lost three points on BMI and I dropped visceral fat. So how do we do this? So reduce for salt intake. How do we bring our BMI down? Right. Reducing salt, water intake, resistance training. Cardio training. Okay. Four elements to bringing your BMI down. But this is an ongoing research from me. So sometimes it can have the opposite effect. So a couple of trying to think back, it was actually on May 17th of this year. So that was week nine of you know, my post-COVID recovery, I was covering spin at Glasgow Club Scotston. I'd been on my feet since half four in the morning. This was now 10 to seven in the evening. I I felt a wee pull in the top of my quad. Um, and then within seconds, literally, my two quadriceps, two of them locked. I couldn't move. Luckily, there was only one person in that class. I stepped off my bike off the bike, managed to 
some half squats, a wee bit of stretching and got them moving again. A lot of research into this and speaking with Nicole um, at Injury Clinic 26. Um, so effectively depleted myself of salt that day. I never replenished what I, what I took out because I've done so much. Um, but yeah, absolutely. That is my, my, my wee project on the side as well, is looking at BMI, salt re reducing, and, you know, of overall health and well-being, uh, mental health is, so my projects are effectively looking at salt, mental health, and BMI. How, how do all these interlink together? Um, but thank you for taking the time to listen to my story regarding post-COVID recovery. There will be many, many more podcasts coming out later this year. Thank you for listening to Scott Marshall Fitness.